Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Soho Shortwave, a monthly podcast from Soho Radio, giving you a taste of the best content we produce every month. Soho Radio is an online radio station broadcasting from the heart of Soho, London. We have a wide range of talent and tastes across our music and culture channels. You're always bound to hear something new when you tune in. On this episode of Soho Shortwave, we hear from Kelly Ford with her show Sex, Lives and Videotapes, Don Williams from Miles Away Records, Daryl from Gearbox Records, and a special show from the International Women's Week Takeover on the Culture Channel. Hi, I'm Dom and I uh, do a show on Soho Radio called Miles Away. It is an extension of the record label Miles Away Records, which I also run. Um, it's every four weeks, uh, running from 10 till 12 a.m. And um, we play a cross-section of music in between uh, jazz, soul, disco, Brazilian music, a lot of Latin music um, and uh, Afrobeat as well. Anything really from all over the world, that's the ethos of the label and it runs through into the ethos of the radio show as well. The uh, clip you're about to hear is taken from our one year anniversary special. We celebrated one year of the label's existence and uh, we've decided to have a special party live in the studio bringing a whole host of guests down including Depth Northern Soul Club, uh, Scarlett O'Malley, Ned Stacks and a bunch of other magnificent guests. Yeah, you're tuned into the Sound of the Miles Way broadcast here on Soho Radio. And as I said at the top of the show, joined in the studio already by the Depth and Northern Soul Club. How Hello. are you guys? Hey, guys. <laughs> it's nice you're to right? see you. We're very excited. It's your first birthday. We're overexcited. We're like the kids. We're the first here. When's past the past? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I forgot a cake. Uh, do you know what? I, Next I, year. No, I, do, I, I actually I walked I walked past the supermarket. And was like, is that a bit much? <laughs> well, I thought it would be a bit much as well, but um, now I'm kind of regretting it. I guess. Well, well, we, we can, we get can send Ned. Ned to, yeah, let's send Ned. <laughs> Ned can be our runner. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what? What have you guys been up to? You brought a few records with you today. Uh, what can we expect to hear? Uh, all our new releases. Well, not all of them. Maybe March and April, beginning of April. So we're releasing quite a lot. Um, of hits um, <laughs> I'm just going to say that at the top of the show um, so these uh, the records we brought are just uh, what's coming up basically from us um, an exclusive for you Tom brilliant that's yeah. what we like to hear brand new brand new for you just for you <laughs> only for you <laughs> well no it's good because um, you know we had I think we had you on near the beginning of the show when it started for, the, for a, a special I was interview. trying to remember today I can't remember we recorded uh, we recorded an interview didn't yeah, we yeah. and it was I think at the time we were saying we wanted to release records I think it was yeah and this was something that we were working towards and now well there we go we've come to fruition so I you think it was for your second or third birthday maybe it, it might have been the second I'd think yeah. because the third was uh, in November so a long mm-hmm. time ago. Yeah. it's too long since we've chatted on the air definitely well it's, I'm glad you could uh, make it down and uh, yeah, we'll be hearing a couple of your exclusives in a little bit. No rush. <laughs> We're gonna keep it 
Yeah, Sound of Edison Machado and a track called Solo. This is the Miles Away birthday, first birthday special. And uh, yeah, we're on guest number two now. It's Harry right. from No More Records. How you doing, mate? Hey, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Thank you for I staying after your, uh, after your show. It's been a pleasure. And we've sort of uh, kind of got to know each other through Soho Radio, really. Yeah. Uh, produced your show a couple of times. Mm-hmm. It's always a good show. You've been running the label for about... Uh, yeah, it's been like... I guess we started it in September 2016. Um, the label's called None More Records. We started off as like promoters. Um, and I was just chatting to the guys here. Um, you know, it, it's quite a difficult thing to do when you're promoting uh, new artists and trying to create a name for yourself. You don't really know how best to help bands. And we found that promoting, you kind of hit a ceiling with. There's only so much money <laughs> you can give bands. There's only so much you can do for them. Um, you can have one great night, but then you might not follow that up with another. Um, so we felt like the label was the next step, I guess, to like release some of the bands that we'd found through promoting, but also kind of a way that we could help bands out a bit more in, um, yeah, what well, is a very difficult environment to, to succeed and to kind of get your name out there. Yeah, so can you tell us about some of the uh, bands you've you've released so far? Yeah, they they were all bands through that we promoted, but also all, all quite different bands. Um, bands based in London. Um, I really tried to steer away from the jazz label thing at the moment, but a lot of the music we have have released has been jazz. Um, our last release was prog rock uh, record from these guys called Dewey from Brighton. Uh, the release prior to that was like a sort of broken beat, almost uh, drum and bass, but live thing by these guys called Project Karnak. The one before that was like an Afro-Brazilian jazz record. So we really try and Brilliant. keep it mixed up a lot. and um, Similar to your show here on Zoraido then, quite, y- quite yeah. eclectic, quite mixed. Exactly. I think uh, you should just play the music that you, you enjoy and that you love. Um, I'm all for scenes and having your own thing for sure. Um, but yeah, the the what I really enjoy is like all the different. I think everyone as well. Everyone loves all the different types of music. So definitely, um, yeah. why not release that and yeah, make, make that the music you play. And how do you find you, the artists that you've released? Do you, do you, you said you previously like worked with them, but mm. in terms of promoting, but were they the bands? Did they kind of cross over into the bands you wanted to actually release records for as well? Yeah, that's a good question. I guess it's all quite quite different in London it's a bit of a like snowball effect. You can meet one band and oh, he plays in five other bands with that guy who plays in another four bands with that guy who, and you end up without really doing A&R quotation marks, you end up kind of stumbling across quite a lot of people who yeah, are just like, oh, you should check them out. And now we've done, yeah, four or five releases. You can really, yeah, it's, it's sort of very apparent that you can just be like, oh, right. That's that's the next one. That's the next one. Then it kind of a backlog kind of starts snowballing. But yeah, at the, at the start it was all just promotion and uh, um, yeah. So have you got a uh, any releases that you can tell us about? Uh, in the exclusive ring at the moment. Yeah, I'd love to be able to play something, but I can't just yet. Um, but we are going to do three or four releases this year, which is quite a lot for us. We've only done uh, four in three years, <laughs> so. <laughs> It takes it's taken a while for us to get there, um, but yeah, we've got uh, another album with a band called Carabella who we did. That was our second release, um, and then the other ones I don't think I can say yet. But yeah, keep cool. keep uh, keep your eyes peeled, I suppose. 
Okay, well, thanks for coming in, mate. Not and uh, we'll see you again very soon. Cool, thanks for having me. Big thanks to Hamish from OOX. Ooks. Ooks. It's bloody Ooks. I can't, can't, that's not something I'm going to be able to remember. <laughs> um, and yeah, that was wicked. Uh, now we are joined by Scarlett. You right? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you for coming down. Happy first birthday, Miles Away Records. I'm very <laughs> proud of you. Thank you, thank you. Uh, have you done one year of Soul, Soul Exchange yet? I have done one year. I did. I've, I'm about. I'm on about a year and a half now. Are you going to do a, a, like a celebration or something? A second birthday, possibly, if I get where I want to go. I've got something in mind that I want to do. If this man answers his Facebook messages, then it will happen. And can if he doesn't, then it won't. Can you can you give us a little I nugget to give, what it is? I cannot give you a single nugget until it happens because I'm a, I'm from an Irish family. I believe in superstition and jinxing. Oh, right, okay. So I can't do it. I can't, unless we touch wood and we get a rabbit's foot and a bit of heather on us, we can't do it. But it's a big one. Mm-hmm. I would say it's big for myself, yeah. What? Uh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to go any further, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I feel like the smallest of gigs are big for me, though, sometimes, so... Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, so uh, recently you've just done uh, Bus Building with the Soul Exchange. I have. It was fabulous. How did it go? It was honestly... I feel like it was that night that made me feel fire for what I do again because I've done so many gigs. New Year was great for me. I supported Hot Chip, which was really incredible. Um, I've done a couple of gigs over the Christmas period, and it, but I just felt a bit dull and I felt a bit dead in what I was doing. But I feel like Bussy Building has reignited my love for playing tunes and having people whistle at you. And that's all I really want. People whistling at you? Yeah. In, no, not in like a cat call you <laughs> way, in like a... <laughs> I had this girl at the front constantly, like two fingers in her mouth, like... Whoop! And it got me so gassed that I just want that hype man every time. Okay, well, Lewis. <laughs> no, he does that creepy cat calling whistle, and I don't want that one. I want the fun one. Okay, cool. Um, well, so what, uh, what, what are you going to play for us? Some, the first record I'm going to play is by Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, Baby, You've Got My Nose Open, which is my favourite crossover track of all time, hands down. You can lock me to this. Um, but the actual singer on this record is Teddy Pendrass, and no one really knows that, but Harold Melvin was actually the drummer in Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. When do you ever know a band to have the drummer as the lead singer? Which he wasn't, but he was the lead of the band. It's talent, nice. Talent, purely talent. But this is this is an incredible track. Baby got my nose open. I'm ready to press play. Okay, go for it. This year for International Women's Day, Soho Radio hosted a takeover on the Culture Channel. For a whole week, a lineup of talented women hosted shows highlighting music discussion and the amazing work that women do in the creative industries. Here is Bellatrix, one of the amazing hosts from this week. But to catch up on all the content that was broadcasted during the week, head over to Mixcloud to hear all the shows. Hello again. (laughs) It's Bellatrix here um, doing my first ever radio show, International Women's Week Takeover on Soho Radio. And I... 
think I've got all my technical witches out of the way. Um, yeah, I, I've been like proper shaking my pants about this, which is <laughs> weird. Um, but it's also fun and exciting and it's nice to feel those nerves again because I haven't felt that for quite a while. Um, and it's nearly time for me to introduce you to my first very special guest. But first I'm going to play a piece of music from her. Um, this piece of music is a piece of music by her band called Mesodorm. And as it happens, the drummer and guitarist in Mesodorm are also in my band. Shouts to Daisy and Aaron. Um, yeah, and this piece of music, I have really enjoyed listening to this over the past year. I came out of came out of a relationship about a year ago, and um, although it was very, very different to kind of what what's going on in the song, something about um, something about the lyrics of this song really kind of reached in and kind of pulled me pulled me along <laughs> in the dirt. Um, so yeah, I thought I'd play it today. Here it is. This is The Joy It Joins Us Up by Mesodorn. It is a great unveiling It is a cascading from above such a beautiful piece of music that's the joy it joins us up by the incredible band Mesodorm um, and you are listening to the voice of Blythe Pepino singing that welcome Blythe hi <laughs> hi <laughs> hello 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 Belle uh, <laughs> hi <laughs> so Blythe is um, a dear friend of mine I was thinking about this earlier and I realized that we've known each other for 15 years nearly Oh my God, is it that long, really? Which is bonkers. Um, and we met, I was about 17, 16, 17, <laughs> and you were at uni in Bristol, and I was living in Bristol being like a kid. Um, and I was in a rock and roll band with, a girl, a girl band, rock and roll blues band with Daisy, who's the drummer in Mesodorm. And she used to always talk about Blythe. Blythe, Blythe, she's amazing. And I was like, who is this Blythe character? And then I met you and yeah, true enough, you were amazing. Um, <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> and I've always kind of, um, I've always observed you. <laughs> I've been watching you. Um, and I've, I've just always um, been very, very inspired with the... Um, just like absolute authenticity that you conduct yourself in your music and in the work that you do. Um, so Blythe's an amazing musician and an activist. Um, so yeah, I just would like to welcome you and say, um, can you introduce yourself as you would best like to be sort of known to anyone who doesn't know you yet? <laughs> Introducing myself, not good at it. Um, my name is Blythe, <laughs> and I've always been a singer, and I've been lucky enough to play a lot of music in my life. Um, and yeah, these days, these days I probably do about fifty, sixty percent activism. I'd say since mm. I um, became politically active um, a couple of years ago. Um, and yeah, it's actually brought a really lovely balance to my to my musical 
work life um because yeah it just keeps my head out of my ass basically <laughs> a little totally bit. relates to exactly everything that you're saying <laughs> although now it sometimes works as an excuse for me to not you not face my musical demons right. which is always important isn't it Belle? yeah um 100%. yeah so that's pretty much me at the moment um yeah that's it and I think just music's really important to me and yeah. communicating is really important to me <coughs> yeah which you do very honestly and and well so I asked Blythe to send me um free tunes that she'd like to play um do you want to say why you chose this one? I chose this one because I taught my choir this one. Yeah. Uh, and it's really great. It's by Mavis Staples, who's just an absolute ledge bag. Um, and her voice is just ridiculously good. And I sung this one um, in my cell. First time I got arrested <laughs> to keep me sane uh, for the eight hours I was in there. I wasn't in there for very long, so it's fine. But yes, it's an amazing tune. It's a call to action. And that's all it is. Yes. Sick. Action. <laughs> what a like tune. Mavis Staples. What a tune. That Blythe sung in her cell when she was arrested for being a disobedient citizen. I defy anyone listening to that. They haven't started dancing. Yes. Surely. We started dancing. <laughs> we were just like bopping away in here. Um, yes. So we've heard a lot about what you've been up to and what's going down um, this week for International Women's Day. Um, and I also wanted to ask you about one of your um, projects that you founded, which is called Birth Strike. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So Birth Strike is a reaction to the climate crisis. It's I formed it basically after I made my own personal decision um, or was struggling to make a decision to have a child. And I realized I didn't feel safe enough mm. um, considering everything I had found out about climate breakdown and what's headed for us and how little the government is doing and international international elites are doing. Yeah. Um, so it was formed basically when I realised that lots and lots of other people are actually starting to really struggle with this as well. Yeah, I can completely relate to that and it's kind of something that's not really talked about as well and, and there's, you know, until I heard you talking about it on the media, I was having similar uh, thoughts myself because we're both, you know, at an age where we're expected, you know, my grandparents are like, okay, when are you bringing home some children for us? <laughs> um, mm. Yeah, so um, I really appreciated seeing you kind of talking about this. Yeah, a lot of women have said that to me, actually, because it's, yeah, it's quite a taboo subject, um, apparently, to say that you're not going to have kids or that you're thinking of not having kids. And also then you combine that with the taboo of actually saying how bad climate, climate break breakdown is, mm. um, which is something that a lot of people are currently in various forms of denial yeah. about, yeah, which is understandable because it's very terrifying and it's also a lot to learn to really get you know your head around what's going on um so that combination plus the fact it's kind of what i've realized it's ended up trigger triggering while um sorry triggering racism and sexism so it, it tends to be really quite a hot topic yeah um but it has been really really good in terms of being able to create a solidarity group for those people women and men and all the genders and all the ages of people who are really struggling with this topic yeah so we have people to talk to um but also it's been really great for actually getting um the ecological crisis into areas that wouldn't usually touch it with a barge pole 
I'm Daryl S. and I'm here to tell you about the wonderful show we have on Soho Radio Music Channel once every four weeks. It's the Gearbox Kisa, or Kisa 10. Um, a Kisa 10 is a Japanese coffee shop where you go and listen to music and don't talk. And you can have coffee, you can have whiskey, you can have wine. And we uh, at Gearbox are a record label with our own mastering studio in King's Cross. A lot of the new jazz scene is on our label. People like Binker and Moses, Theon Cross, Sarathy Korwa. And uh, we also have folk on the label, people like Applewood Road, and some electronic music like Max Cooper. Gearbox Kisa is well worth listening to because, just like our label, I play an eclectic mix of all sorts of music. Everything from punk to electronic to jazz even a bit of classical sometimes, some weird theme tunes, lots of odd stuff, and some folk. But it's really good and really interesting, and there's one thing for sure, is that you will be exposed to as much music as possible from every genre. That's the point. And here is a little taster from my last show, so that hopefully you'll listen to the next one. Well, that's a tour de force, that is. That is uh, the new single from uh, Graham Costello's Strata. Graham Costello's a drummer, a wonderful drummer, brilliant drummer, as you could tell. And uh, that's his band, um, which uh, are um, amazing. <laughs> Uh, he is from, they're from Glasgow, actually, and uh, that's out digitally only now, which is weird for a vinyl label. But anyway, <coughs> we do do other formats, believe it or not. And um, the we produce that, I uh, produce that by um, uh, doing it at Brian Ferry's studio, because we did some work for Brian Ferry a little while ago, and he graciously let us use his studio. <laughs> and um, I had Hugh Padram engineering it, which is... Um, terrific because he's kind of been brought out of retirement Hugh Padron famous British engineer did some David Bowie Paul McCartney Genesis he was famous for the gated drum sound that Phil Collins used on In the Air Tonight um, XTC let's not forget them Genesis Sting The Police Every Breath You Take I mean he's done everything and out of retirement he came and I learned loads of him because uh, we um, mic'd up the drums we spent like a whole, or nearly a whole day just miking up the drums and he's got techniques which are uh, state secrets but it really made a brilliant sound um, uh, on the drums which I'm sure you'll agree album coming out later on this year <clears throat> that's just a little teaser I hope you enjoyed it there are radio edits which are shorter but um, because uh, we did it and it's my show we played the full 10 minute version which is great and I'm now going to play another track which is 11 minutes long so this is the day of the long knives uh, this is uh, Mal, Mal Waldron quintet uh, with Steve Lacey from the album One Up and Ships on Enger label Oh, who we got on this? We've got uh, Manfred Schuff on trumpet, Steve Lacey, soprano sax, Mal Waldron on piano, of course, Jimmy Wood on bass, and Makai and Koshoko on drums. <clears throat> and uh, this came out in 1977.
You get a prize if you know who that was. That was a band called The Offs. And the reason why you get a prize is because they only lasted for about a year, if that. But um, I just picked this up in France, actually. It's a brilliant piece of music. Really, it was a highly critically acclaimed um, album. And it was called The Offs, the first record. But what it's really famous for is The Sleeve, which was done by Basquiat, who, of course, has become really famous um, and was probably the image of a lot of punk from the 80s. <clears throat> that record was 1984 or 83. And um, every track on it is an absolute killer. And it's obviously influenced quite a lot of people, um, like Idols, who I love as a band at the moment, Snapped Ankles, another one. They've all been influenced, I think, somewhat by the offs and Basquiat actually tried to get into the band and failed his audition <laughs> and, uh, but obviously the uh, producer decided to use the artwork um, of Basquiat for the cover which has become legendary and actually in later years uh, Basquiat was involved he's dead now but he was involved um, uh, more musically with the band and artistically as well a band called Grey which is what I'm going to play next I'm open, I'm That was from Absurd in the Anthropocene by Dan Rosenboom. Just come out on our label in January. Um, go and get it. It's fantastic. Uh, it's just got five stars in Record Collector and other places. It's a really, really great album. Quite different. Pretty aggressive. Pretty full on. Um, probably where Miles Davis would have gone if he was still with us. And prior to that, for the Friday feeling, we had Spirit of the Boogie with Cool and the Gang. We carry on with a Gearbox Records release, which is Chiminho. I am Chiminho. This guy, I've just finished recording him at the legendary uh, Conk Studios, owned by Ray Davis, and the Kink Studio uh, in Hornsey. Um, somehow... The kink sounds far more exciting than Hornsey. But anyway, uh, fantastic studio. Um, and uh, we just recorded a new album uh, coming out very soon uh, by Chiminho. And this uh, track is from his EP, Candy Langs. Is that the time? Ten minutes to go? Oh my god, so much to play, so much to do. But anyway, that was uh, Lee Morgan's Sidewinder from the album The Sidewinder. Uh, 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 Lee Morgan's on trumpet, greatest trumpet player 
ever, in my opinion, anyway. Uh, Joe Henderson on tenor sax, Barry Harris on piano, Bob Cranshaw on bass, Billy Higgins on drums. What a great album that is. Absolutely legendary. Uh, from the great swinging post-bop era of Blue Note. Love it. That was an original Blue Note as well. As you know or may not know, this is uh, the Gearbox Kisa 10 where we play vinyl. And it's all vinyl. Actually, it's not quite true because the opening track was digital. Anyway, we got to play. So uh, from the greatest, one of the greatest uh, jazz tracks ever to uh, one of the uh, upcoming probably upcoming most famous jazz tracks ever. It's on Gearbox Records. Uh, it's called Village of the Sun. I'm Kelly Ford and I present Sex, Lives and Videotapes on the Culture Channel, Soho Radio. Sex, Lives and Videotapes is almost 90 episodes deep where I've met a plethora of people from sirs to dominatrix to Hare Krishnas. Every other week I get someone to share their six favourite songs with me and we hear about the story of their life. In the clip you're about to listen to, I was joined by Natalie Lee and Ilana Gambril, who have launched an event called Feeling Myself. We talk about their favourite music, the power of dance and open conversation. You can catch Sex, Lives and Videotapes on the Culture Channel every other Wednesday, 9 till 10am. So ladies, can you tell us a bit how you first got together? How did it happen? Um, so I, I think I started going to your dance classes about two years two ago. Two yeah. um, A mutual friend of ours took me along to my first one. I don't think she's been back since, but I, <laughs> but I like was addicted from the first dance class, and I've been a regular goer ever since. And now I do it about well three to four times a week. I have been known to do it six days a week. She has actually. Wow, that is commitment. Yeah. It is. Um, but I just I just love it. I just love dancing. Alana's a really good teacher. She um you, you don't have to have any dance ability. You know, you can have two left feet, but she's very good at motivating people. She's very good at getting people to feel confident um dancing. And that's quite difficult because a lot of people really struggle with that, especially when you've got these big massive mirrors in front of you yeah. and you just think you look like an absolute twat sport. yeah it's a vulnerable sport but they'll do amazingly and in the process Elana, do you really love it when people come in with two left feet is I that love like it. all right i, I am, love it yeah. to teach. actually i actually say to them the first thing i ask a newbie is have you ever done anything like this before and the majority of them say no i'm absolutely petrified and i'm like yes give me a virgin because yeah. i like to start them from scratch it is the best feeling watching them come in like this with their shoulders slumped yeah with their eyes on the floor and then watching them leave like an open butterfly. It's the best feeling ever. Well, that's... I, I mean, I am gagging to get to class. Oh, you've got to come. Yeah, you have to come. And so, so the classes run every single day. So you met 
you met in the dance studio. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Natalie, obviously, really inspired by movement and your teaching and the space and leaving with this feeling. So then, obviously, that feeling, what then happened? Well, actually, equally as she was inspired by me, I didn't know what Natalie did when I first met her. Started looking at her Instagram and I was like, I'm inspired by that. I come from a dance background where it's all about what you look like, it's all about your image, it's all about your weight, it's all about everything that she's sort of against. And I was like, oh my God, there's people out there that let you be free. Mm. And so equally, she came to me and I was like, be free. And then I saw her being free in a completely different way. And I was like, oh my God, this could merge into something quite magical yeah. yeah 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 so then what happened we discussed it, it was really it's natural yeah, actually, very natural yeah. and um we just got to know each other a bit more and we just really liked each other's philosophies and we thought you know what this could work well together and i've done i did I've done an event before. I did um, the Warrior Woman Project, Kelly, which you will remember. That's how we met, actually. Yeah. With, my, with knickers and pants on. <laughs> yes, I got to see you in all your glory, which was absolutely <laughs> bloody lovely, I can tell you. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I've done events before, but, you know, I wanted to do another event, um, but I just I wanted to change it somehow, and I wanted to do it different, something that no one else has done before. And Alana just happened to be in a firing line and <laughs> she came on board and it was just, it really just seemed to all slot together very naturally yeah, and perfectly. Like we sat down and was like, right, what can we do? It was literally like, you do you, I'll do me and together let's do something. Yeah. 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 And how exciting. Yeah. The first event um, we had at White City House and it just went off. It was the just. The footage is insane. Oh my God. But the recipe doesn't need any rehearsing, if you know what I mean. So I came in and I just talked the way I do every single day. She spoke the way she does every single day about the topics that she's passionate about. We had an amazing panel that spoke with us and it just. All we needed was the people in the door. The recipe was already made. And that's why I think it works. Because it's not like, you know, when you put so much thought and so much mm. like, and it doesn't flow right. It was mm, just natural. so natural. Mm. And I and I think the world needs to remember who the, they are. Oh, yeah. Re really, really. It's, I could, I'm seeing it more and more. To create a safe space where yes. people can actually get up and say, this is who I am. They might have forgotten who they are. Yeah. Mm. So actually, it's really important the work you're doing. Track two yeah. is Strip featuring Shaharanjay. Who? <laughs> uh, that, that old classic. Who's that then, Kelly? Next featuring Shaharanjay. Did you know that? No. I didn't. I didn't at all. But now I do know. And so do you guys. Uh, so, yeah, why this one? Oh, I, I love the words in this song because when I started to strip the things I thought I had to be this song came into my life and I was listening to the words and I'm like oh my god us as women need to like just take everything away and just be unapologetically who we are so this is that song for me Makeup, cause I love what's under it. Rub off all your words, don't give up. I'm over it. Jigala this way, yeah, you know I love all of this. Finally, love me naked. Sexy is when I'm confident. You say I am pretty, but I say I'm beautiful. It's my committee. Say we do provocative. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. We didn't even get to listen to Shella. Yeah, I know. It's such a shame. Because <laughs> she, she's such a major feature in that track. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, to anyone that's just dropped in, I'm joined this morning by Natalie Lee, a.k.a. Starmy Sunday, and Alana Gambril, who's um, founder of Dancebox, and they've come together to create this incredible event, Feeling Myself. So um, we're going to go back to January and the launch event, and I want to just kind of visualise being in that space. So... Can you tell me what the attendees experienced? Do you want to hear? Um, well, I think a lot of people were really nervous going into the event. Um, a lot of people were scared. They thought they can't dance. They don't have any confidence. And really, because it was our first event, no one really knew what to expect. Mm. I don't think we even really knew what to no. expect and how it was going to change people. But um, people really embraced it thank god yeah. and they really got on board they loved it and they came away feeling oh god i mean we had so many messages didn't oh we god. it was such beautiful i spent the la the, the next three to five days just crying from all the messages because you did see people walk in again with the whole slumped shoulders thing and thinking oh should i be here? turning should up I... alone turning up alone that's also very loads vulnerable. of people came alone yeah but actually i got loads of messages saying and you must have as well i made friends that day mm. and we're still sitting and they went out after well, Which that's is so nice. nice. Mm. So, how, how, what was the structure of the day? So, did it start off with the open conversation part? Yeah. So, we started off chatting to them, just letting everyone know what's going to happen for the day, and then we had a panel chat, didn't we? Yeah. With Cherry Healy, who else? Tavali, Af Africa, um, from the Vitamin D Project, and it was a really great panel. We had. We spoke about some really interesting things like the imposter syndrome, mm. comparing yourself to other people on social media. These are um, really important conversations. Also, so I important. don't, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of females that aren't maybe as confident as, say, we would be. I, I'm very open with my conversations in, when it comes to sex, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to how I'm feeling about certain things. And I'm, I'm aware that women aren't. And I think if they can see that the other women are going, do you know, what? you're not alone, then they can go, oh, thank God. And it's just a relief. And people need to be honest and open and speak about... Safe space. Yeah. yeah. So we talked about self-pleasure as well. Um, oh, very important. Yeah. You know I'm a big fan. Very uh, important. Yeah, me too. The next event's going to be very focused on self-pleasure. Where do I sign? <laughs> <laughs> You'll just find me locked in the toilet. <laughs> um, big, big fan. Um, and you know what? I think if a lot of... Let's just a side note on this. I think if a lot of women just did that more, they would... That, that happiness would actually manifest in so many oh, other areas yeah. of their life. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, well, yeah. there's lots of benefits to it. You know, it aids sleep, it increases your self-esteem, it can improve your relationship mm. because, you know, you learn to um, know what you like and what you don't like and your communication skills can improve from it. So there's so many benefits and I think we just need to be talking about it more. And I think, especially with um, children, I think sex education doesn't talk about self-pleasure enough, especially with females. I don't know. It depends on who does it. And, and you actually, know. props to the uh, pink protest girls who had a campaign, Girls Wank Too, and actually just, just put the word out there of wanking and girls in the same sentence is uh, really important work. Absolutely. I was trying to stay away from that word because it's like, I don't know, nine o'clock in the morning, but you just did it. I did it now, and I'm going to do it again. Wank, 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 wank.
Thanks for listening to Soho Shortwave. If you want to hear more like this, you can subscribe to the podcast, tune in live to the music or culture channel at SohoRadioLondon.com or catch up on Mixcloud. This is a Soho Radio Productions podcast.